last night, and they were just kind of, you know, it was almost like watching the Three Stooges, you know. But it's too bland, man. Like everybody just wants to wear black, too. Like what you know? Get give me a colorful ass motherfucker like Randy Savage outfit out there, man. Put Randy Savage from the '90s out there. Put Sting from the early '90s out there. Like just just give me something. Okay, we're live, guys. Oh, finally. (laughs) Let's see. (laughs) That's still wow. That's weird. Like I'm on the YouTube part. Okay, it's not. It's it's. I don't know what's happened here. We've showed up on something different. So we are live. <laughs> there is a problem with it, but we are live on a different part. It's not on the page you're on, though, Roland. So it's we're live on the other part. Are. So, did so, you play uh, your music? No, I didn't play our music. So uh, we what? like. You gotta play. <laughs> but anyway, we're live now, and. uh so welcome everybody to another episode of the Rolling Rock Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Rocky McVeigh, and I'm here with my co-host, uh, Roland Robinson. Hey, everyone. And my other co-host, Renee Canis. Hey, everybody. And our last co-host, uh, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> hey, guys. How's it going? Otherwise known as Not Sting slash Money Shane. <laughs> And uh, as you can see in the uh, stream below, we are uh, talking about unpopular movie opinions tonight. Uh, this is our personal stuff. Uh, you might not agree, but don't fucking matter. Because <laughs> we do. <laughs> in fact, yeah, I'm right. sure the point of this is going to be that you won't agree with us. <laughs> it's the yeah, whole so point they- of the podcast. <laughs> So, so basically, what that means is uh, movies that are universally loved, but we don't like them, <laughs> or movies that are universally hated, but we think they're not bad. <laughs> but you know what? Either way, it's okay to like a movie. You know, it's not the end of the world if you like a bad movie or you think a good movie is shit. So, uh, which one of you guys wants to take the first one here? I think I'm going to elect uh, Renee are, here for his. <laughs> are, are, are we doing Are we doing the bad movies first? Let's do Let's do the good movies first, or let's do the, the movies that we think are good, but everybody else are, considers bad. Okay. Let's do Let's defend. We'll go. We'll do a round robin here. We'll start with you. And we'll like uh, talk about our each one of our list of which ones we love that are are universally hated, and then we'll end this by bashing good movies. So, right. <laughs> so, so, so what's your first one, there, Renee? It's a movie that most people dislike, and I don't think it's as bad. It has its moments. Um, is Street Fighter. Uh, based on the video game. Uh, while I do agree there's some bad shit in that movie, um, 
it, it's entertaining. Um, I think Raul Julia's performance in it is fucking fantastic. He is chewing the scenery. <laughs> he is the best thing about that movie. Yes, yes. Um, honest, and even though Jean-Claude Van Damme is like probably doing an eight ball of, of coke during every single day of shooting during that movie, um, he's still not bad. I, I just think it's terrible that Guile, who's supposed to be like the all-American, has a Swedish uh, or Brussels uh, accent in, in the movie. But um, honestly, I think the most disappointing thing for me in that movie was that Ryu's character was basically just brushed aside. Who to me, that was like my favorite character in that franchise. Um, but I mean... It has some very like funny laugh out loud moments in it, um, and you know it's it's one of those so bad it's good movies. Um, like I don't know if you guys remember the scene in the circus where they have like the exploding truck heading towards them, and the guy playing Zangief is like, "Quick, change the channel." <laughs> <laughs> Um, but well, uh, what was the line? Um, when Biden came, when Bison came into your village, it was, oh, uh, yes, it was well, the greatest well, day of your life. Yeah, so you know, as most people know in the backstory of the game, uh, Chung Lee's uh, family was murdered by Bison, and she gives this like really impassioned speech about. Uh, how her father led the villagers against Bison and they ran him out of town and all this. And uh, Raul Julia, his response as Bison is just like, you know, the day Bison graced your village is the greatest day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> I have to you know, that is a great line. That is one of my yeah. favorite lines in that movie. And I mean... When you think about it, it's so much better than the second attempt of them making a Street Fighter movie, uh, which I'm pretty sure no one remembers at all. Um, was that the Chun Li? That movie? was the Chun Li movie, wasn't it? Yes, with uh, the girl from Smallville playing Chun Li. Yeah, and uh, Neil yep, McDonough. Yeah, uh, Neil McDonough as uh, Bison in that one. I've never, um, I've never actually seen that movie. Which part of it? I mean, yeah. it was, it wasn't a John Claude Van Damme, oh, Raul no. Julia movie. So fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fun little fact: most of the costumes that were used in that film were also used in the movie Three Ninjas. Yeah. Um, well, same you know movie. what? For <laughs> it's the same movie. <laughs> Was it three ninjas? Wasn't that about like three like twelve year old boys? Yeah, with the black ninjas. That has it's a sequel that got... Hulk Hogan stars in, by the way. <laughs> three what? Three ninjas and a wrestler. <laughs> three ninjas and a Hogan. I think it was. I'm, I'm, three I'm, ninjas I'm, kickback, I'm, maybe. I, I'm sad that I know this, but the order is three ninjas, <laughs> three ninjas kickback, three ninjas knuckle up. <laughs> 
Which one has Hogan? Is it Knuckle Up? And the fourth one has Hogan. It's called awesome. Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. <laughs> God. Although it seems like Three Ninjas Knuckle Up, a coming of age tale. I just want to say there's another movie that's not on our list that I really like that most people don't like, but fucking Surf Ninjas. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what? I would defend that fucking movie. I'll defend that movie, too. Uh, Rob <laughs> Schneider is fucking hilarious in that movie. <laughs> it's got uh, Liam Neeson in it. It's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, it's, it uh, does. <laughs> Doesn't he die from getting his balls obliterated? <laughs> or something like they just punch him in the... There's the something head. like that happens. It's been a while since I watched it. He, yeah, it, it's, it stars Ernie Reyes off of yeah. uh, Ninja Turtles 2. Wasn't he in part one as well? He was, uh, I think he was in one of the costumes in part one. I think, I think he was either Donatello or Michelangelo in the costume. Um, and apparently they liked them enough. That's why they gave them a live action role outside of the costume in the sequel. Um, but yeah, Street Fighter, man. Uh, <laughs> we went away away from Street Fighter on that one. I I will say too, you know, a lot of those movies get shitted on sometimes because of like not accurate like costume portrayals. But that's a movie that actually doesn't do a bad job with like the costume portrayals either. You know. What year? What year did that come out? Ninety four. Okay. I remember seeing it in theaters too. Yeah. Yeah, I think I watched it in theaters as well back then. And then, and then a few months after that, you had the first uh, Mortal Kombat movie come out, which is a great movie. <laughs> Not the sequel, though. No. Fuck Annihilation. All right. So. Uh, did anyone else want anything to say about it? Uh, I, I remember I was a big, huge Street Fighter, you know, game player. Me and a couple of buddies of mine, and I remember going to the movie theater and about thirty minutes into it, maybe not even that long, I think we got left. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When I watched that movie, my literal thought was, "What the hell is this? This is not Street Fighter." Also, uh, could we also mention? The uh, speech that uh, Van Dam gives to inspire everybody to go attack uh, Bison, where he basically says, "We're gonna kick that son of a bitch's ass so hard that his children will feel it, or some shit like that, <laughs> or the next Bison wannabe will feel it." <laughs> well, I'm 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 just gonna say that I'm with uh, Renee on this one. I think Street Fighter is a fucking great movie. <laughs> and I, I've watched it many times over the years. <laughs> and I enjoy it every time. <laughs> I, I think me and Shane are going to have to disagree on that one. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't even tried to watch it since I got up in 1994 and uh, <laughs> left the movie theater. So, no. It's got to be pretty bad for me to get up and leave a movie. I'll at least yeah. try to take a nap or something. But, I mean, eh. All right. So moving on, who who wants to go next? Uh, I'll take the number two spot here. And I'm going to talk about a movie that uh, I may be the only person on this panel that likes. Uh, So, uh, but that is Super Mario Brothers. 
God damn it, it's fucking great. <laughs> you watch this movie at least once a year. I watched it about, I would say, three weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, three weeks ago. <laughs> no, you, it's like religion with you. You watch it like every year, at least once. And uh, just so you know, I'm not the only person in this house that loves this movie. My wife loves Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> so I can continue to watch it. <laughs> you guys are truly made for each other. Man. I'm going to say all of a sudden, it kind of makes sense now. Okay, when did this movie come out? 93 uh, yeah 93. i was gonna say early 90s this this was before any like backstory had been given to like mario and luigi whatsoever like the only thing most video game players knew about mario at the time was oh mario and luigi are brothers like that's, and they're plumbers and they're Everybody plumbers the and they're saving the princess like nothing else had really been really established um the one thing about this movie though is it's the wrong princess it's the princess it's the princess that only appears in the game boy games until later like later on like but not not at this time at this time she had only appeared in game boy games and nowhere else so most Mm -hmm. people had no fucking clue who she was when they went watch this movie (laughs) what do you mean which princess is it daisy Princess Daisy is in the movie. Okay. So what's the princess's name in the first Mario Brothers? Peach. Or Super Peach. Mario Brothers. Princess Peach. All right. All, it's, all official. The... it's official. You guys are nerds. So there you go. <laughs> Dude, the, the, game, the game's been around for 35 fucking years. If you don't know at this point. No, I, but I bet I can he, beat it in five he, minutes he, flat. He, he has saved this fucking I don't believe he can. And I at know least I 25 can. games. I know you point. can't because the fastest speedrunner in the world can only beat it in five minutes and 12 seconds, Shane. So you fucking yep. get there and try to beat it. <laughs> Have you got it at your house? I do. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be over there next week to fucking do we'll it. We'll live stream this shit. We'll live stream it. I am, I am really good at Mario. And I am the, too. The fastest I've ever been able to beat it was about 18 minutes. That's the fastest I can. Eighteen minutes. Slow. No, that's as fast as I can do it. I can beat it like five minutes, dude. I can say this: I, I I suck ass at Mario. (laughs) I am not good at it at all. Now, Mega Man Two, I can, I can go through that game pretty damn quick. Has anyone? Has any of you guys played Mario Thirty Five? No. Uh, So it's a new game on the Switch, and it's uh, it is Mario Part One, basically. But uh, you play against 35 other people. Holy shit. And every time they kill something, it comes into somebody else's screen. So if you're like really bad at the game, you're going to have like enemies like everywhere, wall to wall. And then as people die, as people, when you die, you die in the game. So uh, you, you don't get to play anymore. So it, it just withers people down until there's only one person left, and that's the person that wins the game. What is that like Tetris ninety nine or something? Yeah, it's it's just it's just like Tetris ninety nine the way it works. It's really fun though. I actually, I've I've never like been able to get to number one. I always get to like number two, and then I end up getting killed. <laughs> 
but it, the, the bad thing about it is if you're with a, some really good players, which most people are know Mario by this point because, you know, it's been like 35 years. So <laughs> a lot of people know how to play this game. Like you'll get down to like five people and it just goes on and on and on. You'll be playing this one game for like 30 minutes waiting for somebody to die. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. So I recommend it. It's free too if you have a Switch. All you gotta do is have a Nintendo online and it's free to play. So anyways, back to Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Is it uh is it crazy how much uh Koopa in that movie reminds you of someone nowadays? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I don't like the style, the the hairstyle, the way he dresses. The way he talks, <laughs> it's it's almost like uh, uh, what's his name that plays him in the movie? Uh, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, almost like looked into a crystal ball. <laughs> or maybe uh, someone looked into the pa- looked into the past of movies and was like, "Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, this is who I'm going to be." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, know, I know you're not talking about my president. Though. We are talking know, about your. I know you're not talking about my president, dude. Look, <laughs> look at look at his performance in that movie. It is uncanny. Like, so I wonder. I wonder if his he not only like, like acts like him, he also looks like him. Like they like, look alike. <laughs> I mean, Donald Trump looked the same back then, though. I mean, he really did. He looked the same, <laughs> just a little thinner. But. It's all the it's all it's all those Big Macs. Oh no, he got much oranger over the years. <laughs> you watch some '80s stuff. He wasn't so orange back then. <laughs> but anyway, I just want to say, on paper, this movie should have been like one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> it's the horrors. Dennis Hopper and Bob Hoskins, who are two of the greatest actors of any of our times. <laughs> And I know that when this movie was pitched, they were like, this is going to be like fucking cash (laughs) because Dennis Hopper, John Leguizamo, who was like hugely popular back then. Any, any idea how it did box office wise? Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm sure it was bad because everybody hated it then and they still hate it. Um, Let's look it up real quick. There's, there's two stories I love when I hear about this movie. One is John Leguizamo basically saying that him and Hoskins had such a terrible time during the movie that him and uh, Bob basically just drank every day during the shoot. And then the other story is uh, Bob Hoskins' interview for some newspaper. The budget for that film was Forty-eight million dollars. That is how much. How much, they, how, how much did it make back? It made twenty-seven point eight four million dollars at the box office. That was worldwide. Huh. So it lost a shit ton of money. <laughs> it lost half its budget. Um, <laughs> the 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 interview with Bob Hoskins was like, someone was like, "So, uh, what's your worst experience?" Like Super Mario Brothers. Like, what's your one regret? Super Mario Brothers. They basically ask him like six or seven questions. 
about his career and what like what was the worst experience what was the worst director he worked with and pretty much was super mario brothers super mario brothers super <laughs> mario brothers um i think he said he only did the movie because this kid wanted him to do it or some shit like that oh uh, and can can we also say that because of this movie we also find out what mario and luigi's last names are <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, what, what would you care to enlighten us rocky <laughs> their name their last name is mario it is luigi mario and Mario Mario. <laughs> that is literally their names in the movie. And uh, this, this is known now. And I don't know if it came from this movie or if they just decide to keep it or what. But this is literally Mario's name and Luigi Mario's name in the games now. It was carried over with Nintendo. Nintendo kept this. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> they don't mention it much, but that is their real names. Apparently. They didn't watch the movie either, did they? <laughs> no. Probably not. Well, it only they... made. So the thing is, like, it Nintendo made didn't watch the movie. That, <laughs> Nintendo. Something. So this movie only came out in two markets: Japan and America. America, it made twenty-five million dollars at the box office. In Japan, it made. million dollars that's it it made nothing nobody in japan wanted to watch this fucking movie (laughs) and mario is a goddamn national icon in japan (laughs) he was like the fucking like (laughs) national like mascot yeah (laughs) Do, do 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 you guys think that because of this movie is what kind of started hurting Nintendo and helped Sega kind of overtake it for a while? Uh, no. no, I don't think so. No. I think so. Sega I think Sega uh, overtook it because of... Uh, Blaster, blast processing. No, they overtook it because of Nintendo uh, PR. That yeah. is like one of the greatest marketing campaigns of all time. Everyone remembers that to this day. So it does. Yeah, if if you even mention Nintendo to like video game fans, they're like, Nintendo. (laughs) It's just like (laughs) it's like became the thing. It's lasted for 30 years. And that is why Sega was able to overtake them. They did a damn good job. Whoever came up with that was fucking great. (laughs) If you watch the high score documentary on Netflix. They do talk about that marketing campaign on one of the episodes. I can't remember. Their console wars is also another documentary. It's really good about uh, about those the uh, Sega and the Nintendo console war. Well, when it's all said and done, man, Sega is only making games anymore. They're not. They're not making consoles anymore. There's a rumor going around that Xbox may bomb. And uh, I think that would be uh, probably a good a good thing because you know that uh, the very first Xbox uh, was really the Dreamcast 2 uh, because uh, Microsoft actually built Dreamcast, most of it. I mean, it ran on Windows. When you like opened up a Dreamcast, you were running Windows. That's why I had like... Uh, uh, 
keyboard and mouse support and a browser built into it. Well, it didn't have it built into it. You had to have the disc. <laughs> but, uh, and then the Xbox was just like, they took what they did with Dreamcast and turned it into the Xbox. So, not, I think that not, Sega... Not, not to get too off topic, but have you guys seen the Sonic movie at all? I have not watched it, actually. Hmm. Although, I will say, so far, has been the best movie of 2020. <laughs> yeah, that's because it shut down. Our, it came out before the shutdowns. But I will say, if I had to compare one, the first like Sega movie versus Super Mario Brothers, the Sonic's a lot better. But um, yeah, what, is Street that Fighter the first Sega movie? What was that, Shane? Wasn't sick. Street Fighter wasn't Sega, or no? no Street Fighter was Capcom. Yeah. Street Fighter was Capcom. Oh, okay. Is is that the first Sega movie? Is that the only? That really surprised me. If it is. I'm not sure, though. Probably the first. No, no. House of the Dead. What didn't that come out on Sega? But I don't, what? Th- I don't think that's a Sega game either. I think that's made by somebody else. I'm not sure, but I, Sega has so many IPs. It would surprise me if they've never had a movie before. Why the fuck Sonic the Beast movie? There we go. Hey, if y'all want to have your gaming podcast, uh, move to another fucking channel or something. <laughs> we do it on this channel, Shane. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I'm kidding. I ain't said fuck enough in this podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to start with you, Shane. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will say, I, I have owned every Nintendo that's come out. And um, that still has a lot to do with Mario. I mean, Mario's lasted all this time and i mean what other you know besides him and like donkey kong what other video game characters have been around for 35 plus years you know uh, or been that consistent um but i will say that mario brothers 3 and super mario world are still probably my all-time favorite mario games i would I, three is my favorite by far i think it's better than any other mario game so, and that, that's about the same time that uh, Super Mario Brothers the movie came out. <laughs> they came out together. You know, uh, I still remember The Wizard. You you guys remember that movie? Yeah, I love that movie too. Where they, I mean, it's that movie put, could probably qualify for these. <laughs> it could. It could uh, qualify. For this discussion, but. How could you forget the reveal of uh, Super Mario Brothers three at the end of that? But you know the, the thing that the thing that always annoyed me as a fan in that movie is um, it's a brand new game that no one's ever seen, but they know where the warp whistles were at. <laughs> that always bugged me. Well, All right. well, I mean, it's possible you could just discover it the way he did it in the game. <laughs> possible. <laughs> Unlikely on the first playthrough, but uh, it's possible. Well, it's because of that movie that I knew where the war whistle was. Well, one of them. There was one there four. I think there was four. Well, there's the three game. total. There's three, yeah. There's three. 
I was saying music box. Music box made that game so much easier. Eh, you wanted you wanted to fight the ants though, because or the Hammer Brothers, because you got you got items that would help you later on. Especially, especially in the fourth world, the giant world, where when you took out the Hammer Brothers, you could get like the P wing and stuff like that. But all right, <laughs> moving on to the next movie. Yeah, who wants to go next? You, you want to go, Shane? Are, are you all done talking about video games? Not like, yet. Not stuff? yet. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll wait. I can wait until y'all get finished. Watch your goddamn movie, Shane. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I want to talk some Madden, maybe, man. I want to talk a little Madden here. Uh, hey, I'll talk Madden too because after after 1996, Madden sucks because it's too goddamn hard now. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking loved it back then. So don't it's, call it. It's been the, it's been the same fucking game for ten years too. <laughs> uh, it's so, just roster updates. So uh, movie, my movie uh, that I picked is. Uh, very unpopular amongst the uh, three people here, I think, at least two of them. Um, but I, I'll, I'll preface it with this. Um, when I when I first discovered it, um, my, at the time, stepson, he was like eight or nine years old at the time, was watching the cartoon of this show before the movie came out. And I saw this cartoon and I was just like, wow, what is this cartoon? This is awesome. So I went on to watch it on Netflix over the next three days, like all four seasons of it. Um, the show and the movie that I'm speaking of is called The Last Airbender. Um, it gets a lot of slack from a lot of people, especially, I guess, in the gaming world, these guys. Um, but I just thought it was, okay, it wasn't the greatest movie ever, but to capture, if you ever watched the cartoon, to capture that TV show uh, in some form of real life people, and that, the guy looked just like uh, the airbender guy. I mean, he looked just like him. The kid did, um, you know, and they're trying to tell a season long story in, in, uh, in an hour and a half, two hours, you know, and I was just very disappointed that you come to find out after watching the movie that, that, uh, M night Shyamalan, I guess he was the one that done it. Right. M night. Yeah. It was M night. <clears throat> that that was the last one he was going to make. So I was very, very disappointed. Uh, I just love the cartoon. I love the the movie. You know, it was okay. It wasn't perfect, but you know, they covered a lot of ground. If you watch ever watch the cartoon, they cover a lot of ground. You know, in in a matter of two hours. Yeah, they okay. left a lot out, but I really, really, really think it gets a lot of unneeded slack from it. So, but I love the movie. Okay, I have to go next. Go I ahead. Hate, I hate this fucking movie, and uh, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I, like you, Shane, love the fucking cartoon. It's fucking great. I have watched the cartoon from beginning to end five times. <laughs> like, all the way through. I fucking love it. It's like one of the best, like, American, like, story-driven cartoons that's ever been made. And, uh, they fucking, but M. Not Shama, I mean, fucking butchered this fucking cartoon. And it wasn't... <laughs> He didn't butcher it, man. He butchered he didn't completely it. Completely butcher it. He butchered it because, and the reason the reason I fucking hate it was, and it's because of one of the reasons that you you were disappointed about the movie, is because there wouldn't be a part two. Because yeah, this no. movie, this he he made a movie that 
if you had never watched the TV show, you ain't got a fucking clue what's going on in the movie. Like you have to watch, there is things that happen in that movie that if you hadn't watched the cartoon, you had no idea what was going on because it just like, it goes through an entire season in an hour and a half. And like, it, it literally goes through the entire season in an hour and a half to build up to the end of the season. And you're like, it, it flies past stuff so fast that if you don't if you had never watched the cartoon you have no idea what was going on and i went with a group of people to watch this movie because i was super excited about it so i went to the theater to watch it with these people and none of them had ever seen it i spent the entire fucking movie explaining to them what was going on because they had no idea <laughs> see i never had that problem because i took my two stepsons at the time and you know, of course, we we all knew what was going to happen or whatever, and they loved it, and I loved it. But I never looked at it like, you know, I'd never seen it before. What would somebody think if they'd never seen it before? Which I, I guess, you know, uh, I guess that that's a good point. But still, I like the movie. I mean, you know, if you've seen any of the cartoons, you, you, you know what's going on. But I, I understand what you're saying. I, understand. I will say you're right about the kid that played Aang. He was fucking perfect. Like, looks just like him. Looks every- just like him. Like, uh, as far as, like, aesthetics go and how they did everything, uh, that movie looks great as far as what it was going for. But it just, like, it was like he just took the story and was like, I don't give a shit if anyone understands anything. <laughs> and just threw it out there. And so, well, it's like, I fucking hate it because I'm like, what the fuck did he do? And he but, wrote but, part of the cartoon. He actually wrote, he was one of the writers on the cartoon. <laughs> well, the only thing that I could remember it really not explaining would be the lineage of, you know, how each, what what's the airbender called? What are they called again? The Avatars. Yeah, the Avatars. Uh, not really explaining the Avatars, you know, in depth. They could have spent, you know, maybe 10 or 15 minutes explaining that. You know, that would be the only thing that I really, you know, missed on it maybe or, or you, usually the only other biggest complaint i always hear with this movie is the basically the whitewashing of the yeah, actors um yeah it's <laughs> i'm like you would think you know mostly everybody's asian in that movie but you know let's just all cast you know white people <laughs> so and another thing that what? I really hate about What are you them. talking about? What do you mean? Shit. Like, if you if you look up that movie, man, one of the first things you're going to read about it is the whitewashing of the cast. But the fire people, none of them were white. Were they? <laughs> the, uh, the, two, the two actors that played... Which were I'm I'm guessing they're supposed to be. Uh, I mean, what happened? It's it's two si- the two people that <laughs> are always with them. I'm blanking on their names. It's uh, <laughs> I can't think of their names right now. I've watched this cartoon. Five I, I'm, pr- I'm pretty you know. sure the 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 black guy from uh from uh Super Troopers was in it, wasn't he? When he, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it wasn't him. Uh, <laughs> Renee got it. Sokka and uh, what was his sister's name? Why can't I think of it? Yeah, they were like, uh, they should have been like, uh, um, what are they called? Like the people in Alaska. It wouldn't have been Eskimos? Alaska. Eskimos. Yeah. 
<laughs> they should have been. They should have been like Eskimo people. Uh, Eskimo people. Yeah, <laughs> whatever they're like, real whatever they call them. Now we're going to be a racist show. <laughs> we're not a racist show. It, sh- it should have been. It should have been somebody from the that race. Uh, or or maybe or like a maybe. I mean, you could even went with like water, a, a Polynesian water. person. You talking about like for the Water Clan? Is that what yeah. About? Okay. Because that's what they were in the show. Uh, so like uh, either that or like a or at least like somebody should have been cast that was like Polynesian descent or something like that instead of two white people as the people. So <laughs> now the Fire like, Nation, they probably could have. I don't know. They could. They probably. They, there's. I don't really know what they're supposed to be. It's 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 almost Maybe up eight. there. Like it's almost up there. Like having Scarlett Johansson be in Ghost in the Shell. No, it's not that bad. Come on. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> but anyways, that was my pick for this one. Was Let's go off. <laughs> I think, I think Rocky, Rocky didn't I think, like it mostly because he already knew that they wouldn't come out with a second one. So that's why Rocky didn't. Well, no, I didn't know that the, when it came out. I, I, think, I, think, I think the movie didn't do that good box office-wise. Um, at the time, M. Night Shyamalan's name at the time just – carried a stink uh you know Fine. at that point yeah like, i think he like just came the, out with the village or something he just came out like the, the, village. The, the, the village lady in the water uh the happening all of that had come out yeah, the in the last yeah. two years so i think i think you know having his name in the titles kind of hurt the movie too um and then like you said they're basically trying to squeeze like 30 episodes into a two-hour movie. Um, yep. And it's, like I said, I, I, the M. Night Shyamalan thing, if you if you look at it, um, you guys remember that movie, After Earth, yes. with uh, Will Smith? All right, that movie fu- is fucking terrible. But if you if you ever look at the marketing of that movie... Uh, all the way to the lead up to that movie, even though he was the director, his name was not mentioned in any of the advertisement. Oh, I had Basically, no idea he directed that movie. I didn't either. I had no idea. And ba- that's the reason ba- why. Basically, all the advertisement was Will Smith, Jaden Smith, uh, After Earth. After that movie bombed, all the advertisement stopped advertising Will Smith, and then it was like M Night Shyamalan presents After Earth because Will Smith was like, "Get my fucking name out of that." <laughs> so, yeah, um, he's kind of recovered a bit in the last couple of years. It seems like he had a couple small hits again, but yeah, at, at the time, man, his name did not encourage people to be like, let's go, you know what, the happening, let, let's go see Last Airbender. Well, I'll, I'll say that uh, I like the happening. I know that it, it, it could have been on this list because, like, <laughs> that's one of those that I like that most people don't like. I like The Village. I like all those movies. Uh, this movie... Avatar is the one that made me not like him. Not <laughs> if he had not made this, I would have liked most of his movies. Although I didn't know he did After Earth. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Moving on, I guess. Roland, what about you? So, my film, I actually thought of another one, too, that I'm kind of in one that's super terrible that I'll, I, I, I can only defend half of. Uh, and um, But the one I'm going to go with is probably Highlander 3. Or not, not 3, 4, Endgame. Not 2? No, no one in their right minds would defend 2. 2 is a cinematic piece of shit. <laughs> it's semi-okay if you watch the director's cut, which has a completely different story. At that point, it... <laughs> so... Uh, Let's get this out of the way. In part two, the director's cut, they're still aliens, right? Yeah, they're still aliens. They didn't change that. Okay. <laughs> they so, had to keep part of the story because, I mean, it still was like. <laughs> that, yeah, let's. But it's better than the theatrical release. <laughs> yeah. It, so anyways, one of the things that I was looking at, I've been on a big Highlander kick here lately. Uh so I went. I actually went and watched Endgame in the theater, and I I went back and watched it here recently. Whew, the acting is so bad, so bad, and the special effects are like, whew. it's like they literally took the special effects from the TV show and put it on the big screen. I looked at. I think it was a budget of fifteen million dollars is what they made this one off of. To kind of give you an idea, the budget for part one, which was the best one of all, had a budget of $16 million. So I think this had like $1 million less than the first one. Um, and as, uh, as Ricky Bobby will tell you, the first one is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> Man, I love, I love Holland. <laughs> that's that's a great damn film i don't know of anybody that would say it's it's not a good film i, I, did, I didn't realize that this move the end game was not liked by people i thought that people liked in game <laughs> well i don't, I don't I like know if, i don't know if people dislike it per se but i noticed i went over and i walked, looked at um looked at some of some some of the some of the uh ratings and some of them weren't that good it was like it's one of the lower lower end films um, but if we want to talk about a film and I, and I can pull it up and talk about it, this is kind of going off top, uh, off script. There is a movie that has got the most atrocious scores that I will occasionally sit down and watch part of. And I won't do it very often. He man masters of the universe. Now there's a shitter. You want to talk about yeah. a shitter film? But you know, I, I, I would defend that movie just because, Frank Langella I was and gonna say, Frank Langella made that fucking movie. He is an amazing fucking actor. And he took that movie from being a travesty to something that was somewhat manageable. When you have to give the villain all of the speaking lines because your hero isn't really that intelligible. That's and bad. Dolph Lundgren, wasn't it? And yeah. I don't think he, he could speak English at that time. Or something. He could speak it, but his accent was really, really bad. So they were... They were I like, will break you. Did he say, I will break you? I will break you. Say that <laughs> universe? Um, now there's a, I haven't seen it in a long time. I don't remember. The, you so guys bad. remember him 
being the Punisher too a couple yes. years oh, after that. God. I do remember that. It was that movie's really bad too. It'll break you. It's so, I, I will say, except for the Thomas Jane Punisher though, it's the second best Punisher. Because the one with fucking uh what's his what's his guy from Rome? Uh Ray uh, something. Ray Stevenson. Oh, Ray Stevens, yeah. That they, movie they fucking blows. <laughs> A war zone? War zone yes. shit. Um, but like I was saying, okay, so on, on He-Man, to give you guys an idea, the budget was $22 million. That raked in 17.3. Not a huge loss, but a significant loss. And you also have to keep in mind that, that they had to finish the movie with literally no budget because they, their budgeting got cut. Yeah, we, that, we 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 could do a whole episode on canon movies too. <laughs> that movie got so was in such bad shape uh, from Hasbro being. I think it was Hasbro or was it? No, it was Mattel. I think who owned He Man. Uh, from Mattel from Mattel being involved, the movie went through multiple rewrites, multiple rewrites, multiple edits. Um, that's why there's robots in the start of it, like and they're firing laser guns and. Like He Man doesn't use a gun to kill people. Well, in in the movie, he 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 sure as hell did, until they had to go back and rewrite part of that. Um, so at that point, they was like, "Fuck, what are we gonna do?" Okay, we got Franklin Jella, who's who's a very well known actor. Go back, rewrite the script, give him all the lines. <laughs> and the end scene, if you guys remember, where he he turns like he gets the power of gray skull and turns gold and it's like almost an entire dark lit room when him and he-man are fighting literally because they were like we don't have electric you know they 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 had no budget so they went one day shot the whole last scene and they're like well we don't have enough money for effects like okay so we're going to shoot it dark and we're going to use a spotlight that's what we're going to do and that's how they recorded the last scene in the movie. There's a there's an after credit scene in that movie too, where uh, Skeletor pops out of the uh, wherever they threw him down, and he's just yeah. like, "I I will return" or whatever. Sadly, that, no, you won't. <laughs> Frank Langella, like I said, though, was the greatest thing about that movie, and Skeletor looked awesome. He was fucking awesome in that film. You know what? Like, like me defending Street Fighter because of the bad guy performance. Masters of the Universe is the same thing. <laughs> same thing, exactly. Well, how do we get? Fun? I thought your pick was Holland. <laughs> it was, but then I'm like, you know, there is another movie that is a complete shitter. Well, I want to go back to Highlander for a minute. All right, let's go back to Highlander <laughs> because I have something to say about this. This has nothing to do with the movie. It just has to do with Highlander in general. Well, it actually sort of has to do with the, this movie because it's like the prequel to this movie, the TV show. So I don't know. Have you guys ever watched the TV show on like DVD? Yes. So well, I, I love to watch it on D. I watched like I religiously watched that show growing so, up. So like the show is like a lot more violent, Ooh. a lot more cursing and has nudity in it 
if you watch if you watch the uh if you watch it uncut it's not what they showed on tv so i watched it my mom and myself because this was like what like the early 90s or something when the show was on early to mid 90s we watched this show together like all the time and then like uh i went and bought the dvds when they came out and we started re-watching it on dvd and then the first episode, the first fucking scene on the first episode is Duncan fucking. <laughs> and it shows everything. <laughs> I mean, it's not hardcore, but there's lots of nudity. And we're like, what, the, uh, what channel was this on? Uh, it, was was, on DVD. it was, it was, well, yeah, this was on DVD that I was watching, but when it originally aired, it was a syndicated show. So it, I think I so mostly that, watched it on WGN actually. Okay. I watched all of mine on you when the USA Network. So, there's a catchphrase, by the way. Duncan's fucking. (laughs) Duncan's fucking. That's how that show starts. And I was, I remember what I mean. And I'm like, what, like maybe 16 years old. I'm watching a show that I have already watched with my mom again. And it starts out with a fucking saying, you know how uncomfortable that is. Um, honest, I don't think I've ever watched any of the sequels to be honest with you. I don't remember seeing them. Um, I do remember the robot chicken parody where Lindsay Lohan is the Highlander and she's got to kill all the other child actors. Well, 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 so far, as far as um, actors in Highlander, Betty White is has definitely got the quickening. (laughs) Um, but. So it's, we were it's, talking. It's, it's, it's when th- when this world ends, there's only going to be two people standing: Betty White and the fucking Queen. Or Keith <laughs> they're gonna have, Yeah, they're they're gonna have they're gonna have a fucking showdown. You know, the fucking music from the good, the bad, and the ugly is gonna be playing, and you know, Betty White will be like, "I I should have known it would come down to us." The same. So. I, I I looked up the uh, the ratings for Endgame, and they're just as bad as He Man. They are super awful. I see. I wouldn't have thought that because everybody that I have ever met is like, "There's two good Highlander movies: you Endgame love, and Part One, and that's it." <laughs> you either love Highlander or you don't. And and Three wasn't that bad either. I think actually Three got a better ratings and reviews than than this one. Really, that surprises uh, me. I, I like this was, this I guy, like all the Highlander movies. I'm just gonna admit it that I even kind of like two. It's not a good movie, I know that, but like I enjoy it because it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Right? It's still <laughs> it's still a Highlander film. It's still it's, uh, Christopher Lambert. He's in all four of them. Yes. Yeah. He and, the only and, one he's not in is the the last one, the Source. Source, and that was a direct TV sci-fi. Yeah, uh, Sci-Fi Channel made that movie. So here's something interesting. This this movie uh, was the one in which they killed the main character. They killed Connor in this one. The guy that was supposedly going to win the gathering. Who's went all the way through it. One, two, and three. Your main dude, who's even made appearances on the TV show. The main guy gets killed. 
Now, there's a couple of reasons. I mean, if, if you watch the film, you will know exactly why they have to do that. Because Christopher Lambert in this episode, you could tell they had piled makeup on him to make him look somewhat young. He, he, he looked smooth. <laughs> they put so much makeup on him. Yeah, he, uh, he's passed away already, hasn't he? No, he is still alive. Wow, damn! <laughs> uh, but right. he was—he was starting to show his age really bad in, in this film. And for a guy that's supposed to be immortal and not age, it's kind of hard to do. Kind of have a shelf life on on how many movies you're going to be able to do with that guy. Yeah, I mean, that's why that's why a lot of people that play like vampire roles. And stuff like that. Eventually, they're all like, you can only keep this going on so long, you know? Right. That's why, uh, like, David Boreanaz is why he wanted to, like, stop playing Angel, because it's like, you know, after eight seasons of playing that character, it's like, I just don't look like I did eight years ago, you know? <laughs> but uh, now we have, like, things like, well, like, I mean, if you watch the, uh, star wars rogue one like you don't even have to be alive to still be the same characters oh yeah (laughs) or yeah or the the irishman with uh de niro and pesci and stuff like that or some of the marvel movies or samuel jackson and captain marvel you know they de-aged them like 20 years and then you got uh arnold and the terminator films yeah I, i just i just watched dark fate the for the first time the other day and he shows up in the first like five minutes and you know looking like his 1992 version right um but i i have a big love for for the highlander films and i love the tv show so when i watched endgame it was kind of like well this is how they're gonna if they're gonna continue the uh the story this is how they have to do it. They have to basically merge the movie, t- the movie timeline and the TV show, and eventually one of these guys is going to have to die, and they're going to have to carry it on that way. Now, this was the last actual theatrical release. Um, it actually m- made a little bit more than what it was. Uh, it was actually a box, o- box office, quote unquote, success. Uh, not by much its budget was 15 million which like i said was 1 million short of what the first film was it grossed 15.8 million so it broke almost even all right we we ready to move on to the universally loved movies that we dislike Yeah. yeah you can go ahead and start again renee all right, so uh, a lot of us picked a certain, <laughs> a certain movie, but I'm going to pick something different. Well, you uh, are, that... not take it? No, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to do the dick move since I'm going first. Well, I figured we'd, we'd just talk about it. Everybody could just like, this could just be all three of our movies except for Shane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a movie that's very universally loved. It seems in the last, it just came out uh, last year, uh, and actually won an Oscar for one of the performers in it. Um, 
I watched it uh, not when it released, so maybe it was the overhype that I had my uh, very high hopes for it. Uh, and that movie is The Joker. Um, I think I think Joaquin Phoenix's performance is fucking amazing, but the movie itself is not that great. Um, like I said, I, I really, really enjoy his performance and like there's a lot of very quotable lines in it and stuff like that, but maybe it was just the amount of hype that I heard with the movie that by the time I watched it, it kind of didn't live up to it. But so, so, you, so you got a problem with the story and the stories, the script and all that is well, subpar. I think my big like. Because the whole time, timelines. the whole yeah, the timeline is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, the whole like, is it in his head? Does any of that stuff happen at all? You don't really get definitive answers to any of it. Um, but yeah, like I said, his performance himself is really good. Um, but yeah, I just. I was I was a, I was a little bit let down with the movie itself. See, now I have to I have to go I have to say that fucking movie's great. I loved that movie from start to finish. I thought I was going to hate it because uh, I'm usually really critical of kind of like of that role. So I'm like, yeah, I don't really want it. I, I don't want a real almost a real life version. Cause I think we got really close to that with Heath Ledger. But I was like, fuck it. Let's see it. And man, that movie hit on so many notes on a personal level to me that it was like, wow. You know, uh, anyone growing up with any kind of, uh, any kind of issues like with, um, any kind of mental illness or depression or anything like that to me, a little bit of that hits really close to home. But I thought the movie, the reason I, I love it is because you don't know if it's in his head. You don't know if half of it is really happening or if it's something he's just making up on the fly. And that's one of the reasons I love it. Uh, the timeline doesn't add up, which, eh, that doesn't bother me. I'm used to that, especially with comic book continuity and DC, you, that happens. Um and I mean, yeah, because I mean, with, with the way the timeline works, it now it just seems like Batman is just beating the shit out of, of a senior citizen, basically. <laughs> well, look at Gotham. <laughs> that, that's everybody loved Gotham, but that was my biggest bitch fit with it. Was like, oh, his entire rogues gallery is going to be in the retirement home. Um, yeah. But I, I thought it was a very good film. Uh, I. I just, I really, I thought it was acting was great on, I loved the world it set in that super gritty 1980s kind of just dirt, like really dirty New York kind of feel. Mm -hmm. I, I thought, it was yeah, like, like I said, his, his performance is great. The, the scene uh, with him and De Niro when uh, De Niro is interviewing him. You get what you okay. deserve. Yeah, about the murders and stuff like that. Like that that's a very intense scene. Like I said, that that's 
I said the performance is great. It's just I don't think the movie itself was as good as his performance was. I actually I really I love this movie too. I think it's fucking great. I think it's like it's probably uh unless you go back to like the original Michael Keaton Batman, it's like my favorite DC movie actually. <laughs> and uh I think the the reason it's great is the reason you're saying uh uh Renee. But I look at this movie as a character uh like a character portrayal more than an actual storyline because the storyline mm-hmm. really isn't that much it's mostly just him i mean most of the movie is just kind of him doing his own thing so it's like it the he carries he definitely carries the whole movie and the story i mean there really there really isn't much of a story honestly in the movie it's it's mostly just like it's this character portrayal that you get throughout the whole movie of him. Like, uh, well, I don't know if he's slowly going crazy cause he's already kind of crazy from the very beginning, <laughs> but he goes more crazy as the movie goes on. And I'll, one of the things I love about the movie is every time you watch it, you will find little hints and differences that you didn't notice before. And I think it's done that way on purpose. I, I kind of have to agree with that. And this is weird for me to agree with everybody. Um, but, uh, the, the movie deals, I think primarily with mental illness, uh, addresses that that's pretty much the theme of the whole movie, um, dealing with mental illness. And I can appreciate that. Um, the only problem I have with the movie and Joaquin Phoenix is phenomenal. And of course, um, the only problem I have with it is, is I still never saw where, where the Joker, um, become so independent now you know you, you at the end toward the end of the movie everybody's following him you know the, the people in the streets or whatever but i don't see him being so independent that he he's a leader amongst these people you see what i'm saying um i i, st- I still see a codependence with him you know which of course he has throughout the whole movie but i don't see any relinquishing uh, of that codependence to be able to lead a group of people um that's the only problem I have with the movie. Um, you know, I, I don't honestly, if I want to be nitpicky, I don't like the filter, you know, that they use for the damn camera and shit like that, but, um, which, uh, Roland likes, but, but that's the biggest problem I have is, is I don't see him, um, separating, you know, from the codependency to be independent enough to lead a group of people. So that's the only problem I have with, but the mental illness that got it down and all that stuff, you know, that they, they attack a few, you know, a lot of key issues, but that's the biggest problem I have with it. Well, this is something Just, I'd like uh, to bounce off. Yeah. So kind of going back on what you just said there, Shane, with him not being independent enough to, you know, to, to lead people. Right. So I want you to, and this is something that just clicked in my head. So, so think of, uh, Batman, um, Batman begins. All right. So when Bruce, he's like to become an idea or a symbol, you know, I mean, you're, you're incorruptible at that point. When, when, what Batman's saying he has to become, that's almost as if 
that's what Joker is trying to become now. He he's becoming uh, becoming a symbol. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean that. That's but, what I mean, he. Yeah, it's like Batman Begins, but for the Joker almost. Uh, just just off topic, real quick. Uh, who's who's everyone's favorite uh, Joker uh, performance? <laughs> you know, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna say it because like I fucking love the show. So I fucking love Caesar <laughs> Romero. Yeah, I, I like Caesar too. But like, Heath Ledger was, you know, he he pretty much became a Joker. But Caesar Romero was pretty cool, man. Yeah, I fucking love Caesar Romero as the Joker. I mean, even though he like kept the stash and the just painted over it, unrelenting mustache. Like, no, fuck you. I'm keeping it. You're gonna paint over it. Joker stash. Like, it, I I fucking loved that show as a kid, and I still I if it comes on TV and it does quite often actually I watch it and I'm like Joker's Joker's still fucking great in those shows. Yeah, yeah, Caesar's good. Uh, for me, it, for me, it's Mark Hamill. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll give you that. Well, yeah, I can see that one too. But uh, honestly, I I enjoy every Joker performance except. <laughs> Jared Leto. I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, I don't have I don't have a problem with his performance. I don't, but I don't. Ap- apparently he will be appearing in the Justice League uh, uh, Snyder cut. Did, did Did you know that he actually? I mean, he he's a method actor, of course. I don't know if y'all know that, but he like bought uh, Margot Robbie bought her a rat because there's this one scene where she says, "I smell a rat" or something like that. He like bought her yeah, a he, rat. Uh, he d- he did a lot of method acting where he was like yeah. sending people fucked up things during the set. He bought her a but, rat, dude, and she kept it for a pet. Uh, apparently, the only person he didn't do that to was Viola Davis because her boyfriend apparently was like, "I don't play that shit, and if you do something stupid while you're method acting, I will actually kick your ass. <laughs> I will methodly put my foot in your ass." <laughs> yeah. So apparently, apparently he fucked with everyone on that cast except with her. Um, I, I gotta say I love all Jokers. He's uh, one of my favorite characters in DC. Um, synonymously, I do think of Mark Hamill's voice, uh, but Heath Ledger done an amazing performance. But also, you can't forget Jack. Yeah. He his performance is really great. Um, I just rewatched that movie a couple months ago, and anytime he's on screen, you're on the edge of your seat, man. It's when he's doing the you know how did I get these scars speeches, like you're on the fucking edge of your seat with tension, man. His performance is great in that. He's uh, like was was great, but yeah, Jack Nicholson is really great too. The way I look at it is none of them are portraying the same character. Yeah. Yeah. They're all portraying whatever Joker was mostly present in the comics at the time. Or because he is such a wildly diverse and chaotic character. They can all, all of that exists into that character. So that's that's one of the reasons I like him. But I think when I think of Joker's voice, I think of Mark Hamill. Hamill. 
but there are some wonderful one-liners from the first batman film one of my favorite ones is where he's dancing with vicky bell and goes it's a classic case of beauty and the beast and that if anyone else calls you a beast i'll kill him <laughs> i i always like the uh after he kills uh, the mob boss or whatever, <laughs> and uh, Grissom, I think, is the mob boss, and he's looking at the newspaper, and he says something. You know, I guess Batman something is the headline, and he's just like, "Wait till they get a load of me. me." And then Jack Nicholson, like, I, like I guess the camera holds on him, and he just does the little woohoo, like Ooh. the little. Whoop whoop! He just starts whooping or whatever, like like just fucking throw it in, like fuck it. <laughs> the um, the, and that's why you don't rub another man's rhubarb. Yeah. Or the famous "This town needs an enema." Yeah. And of course, uh, Michael Keaton doing the uh, talking about uh, the crazy kid jack or whatever and joker just saying i like him already you know? <laughs> and of course where does he get those wonderful toys well, but, uh, talking about the, the batman and all that uh rocky won't you uh go ahead and tell the world what your uh, movie is that you hate that everybody loves yeah so well, yeah we'll go into and this me and rocky by the way have the exact same film and Renee had this film too, but he changed it because of. <laughs> well, I figured, I figured, so we'd each have a different one. But uh, well, the my pick. This is a movie that I think is horrible, uh, but apparently it's well loved because it has like eight point five on IMDb and like a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's The Dark Knight Rises. It's it's the longest fucking boringest goddamn movie that I have watched in years. <laughs> I almost and I wanna... don't give a shit about either of the villains. I'm like, I don't give a shit about them at all. <laughs> like, I'm just like, Bane is... Who fucking cares? <laughs> and I love Tom Hardy. And who fucking cares? <laughs> well, Bane... Bane wasn't bad until you basically halfway through find out that he's basically just someone else's little bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just like, and what makes it, what makes this movie worse? Okay. I, so before we, before we go into this, before we go into this, all the hate on this movie, I just want to say, I don't really like Batman begins either. I, I mean, it's not a horrible movie, but I think it's just kind of long and boring fucking movie too. It has some good scenes in it, but it's just kind of a, a boring movie. Well, I think but I like it because it actually deals with League of Shadows, which no other movie has ever done before. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm Batman I, Begins dealt with the League of Shadows. Yeah, technically. that's what he's talking about. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm talking about. I thought you, I thought you were running back to the, sorry, my bad. Well, te- I honestly, kind of t- somewhat technically. So does The Dark Knight Rises. But um, let me let me just get through what I'm about to say here. So what makes this movie worse 
Like, I, I, I'm not that big of a fan of Batman Begins, but I do like it a lot better than Dark Knight Rises. However, The Dark Knight is fucking phenomenal. The only Batman movie that I like better than The Dark Knight is the original Batman with Michael Keaton. The rest of them pale in comparison to it. So, and then the follow up is this fucking shitty movie, <laughs> The Dark Knight Rises. And it just like, it destroyed, like, it destroyed the whole fucking franchise. Cause I was like, okay, Batman Begins, not that great, but it wasn't horrible. And then, like, and then it went up to this high note with fucking uh, Dark Knight. And then it's like, boom, what the fuck just happened <laughs> with Dark Knight Rises? You destroyed the whole fucking franchise. And then There's... even the ending is shit. <laughs> so, I'm just going to put that. Okay, you guys can complain now. The whole fucking movie is uh, shit, but the, even the ending. So, so I, I'll put in some of my complaints <laughs> against this movie. One fucking Bruce Wayne stops being Batman for like eight years and just holds up in his fucking mansion and doesn't do anything for eight years. Like, what the fuck? At no point in any comic books, no matter how many times police were after him or blah, 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 he was still out there fucking being Batman. You know? Um, Secondly, like, and I think you might have mentioned this, uh, Shane, but he's in a fucking hole for an hour and a half or some shit. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> Three, when he finally gets out of that fucking hole, instead of like, you know, fucking coming to save the town, you know, he got he has to go draw his symbol in gasoline or whatever to get all the bad guys' attentions. You know, fuck, fuck the, the element of surprise. Let me go draw my symbol out there. Hey, man, it works for the fucking crow. <laughs> uh, four, like, while he was in the hole down there for like five months, so were all the police of Gotham City. But, you know, when they finally escaped to help him take the city back, you know, they're all clean shaven, even though they've been in the hole for like five months. <laughs> uh, and, you know... The first time I was watching that movie, I was like, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Christian Bale have really good chemistry. Like, they would it'd be a really good Batman and Robin dynamic. And um, at, towards the end of the movie, uh, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is at uh, is like at some police station or whatever and some secretary's like looking through his file and she's like why don't you go by your legal name of robin like fuck you movie just fuck <laughs> you yeah. suck a dick with that <laughs> i'm sorry but someone should have slapped christopher nolan for that one and then you know, uh, Talia Al Ghul's plan, you know, is to take over Gotham and blow it up. And, you know, part of her plan is like sleeping with Bruce Wayne. I mean, Pussy I, don't control, know, man. I don't know how her getting fucked by Bruce Wayne is a revenge plot, but <laughs> you know, maybe, um, she's, maybe she's been taking videos of him because he's got a micro penis. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like, 
you know, I'm going to let you spell the alphabet, you know, on my privates, but fucking, you know, revenge somehow. Um, uh, if I can chime in real quick. Um, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. I like that. I'm, I'm going to tell you the things I liked about it. Okay. Because uh, it's obviously the worst of the three movies. Obviously. I don't, I don't think it's as bad as what Rocky said, but it may be. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> Anne Hathaway, I thought was a very good cat girl, cat woman, whatever. Um, the first 20 minutes of the movie, 25 minutes, whatever, was really, really good. Like the airplane scene, when they ripped apart the airplane, that was phenomenal, okay? I mean, ever how you want to look at it, theatrically, uh, gimmickly, I mean, just, you know, stunt-wise, it was just phenomenal ripping that airplane apart like they did. That was awesome. Um, the scene where they blow up the uh, freaking football stadium or whatever, and the uh, uh, bang goes over and shoots the guy, I, that was all awesome. Okay, after that, you're right. It's, you, it's nap time. I mean, it's time to go sleep, take your nap, because, like you said, you know, Bruce Wayne has been hiding for eight years. Uh, half the movie's in a hole. Uh, somehow, what's-her-name uh, stole all – they took all his money. He, Bruce Wayne is broke all of a sudden, yeah, but they, he still gets to live in the mansion. Like, what world does that happen? I mean, really. I mean, he just went bankrupt. The guy just went bankrupt, and he still gets to live in his mansion? That doesn't happen. And he still gets to keep his mansion, and he, nobody ever resolved whether he got his money back or not. So is Bruce Wayne broke? Is he not broke? Uh, all things there. He's well privileged. Bruce <laughs> Wayne yeah, dies at the end of the movie. Oh, no, he don't. That. He's in a frick. He's in Paris, sitting at the thing with Catwoman. So, well, that that that's left up to interpretation. See, the way I interpret it was Alfred was just imagining. I mean, how do you interpret him sitting at a cafe? Because he never interacts with him. Huh? And he and he mentioned he mentions earlier in the movie that he wishes one day that. He'll be in Paris, and he looks across the way and sees him sitting there, and that's well, what happens. I, I miss the whole dream sequence thing because I mean it's either a dream sequence or it's real. But anyways, you know there's a few good things in the movie, like I said, Catwoman and the airplane scene was phenomenal. I love the airplane scene. But that that that, that that is a good sequence. But another another thing I want to bring up is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt figures out he's Batman. Just because he says, yeah, you visited the orphanage one time and you had this sadness in your eyes. So, yeah, you're Batman. What the fuck? Yeah. Once again, fuck you, movie. Fuck so, you. I have to agree with Shane on a few notes with this. Um, first off, I loved the first two Batman films. I liked Dark Knight or I loved Dark Knight Rises. Or you not, mean Batman or, Begins? Batman, Batman Begins, Begins. And, yeah. Dark Knight Rises. This this one was just a. It was. Christopher Nolan even said this was going to be his last Batman film, and you can tell because he started. I think this is about the time he was doing Inception, and a couple of other films, and you could tell he. So he was rushing it. He's like, guys, I got to get the get the exactly. Script. That's Go what ahead. I honestly feel. I feel that he just did not literally give a shit. He's like, all right, well. I really wanted to continue on with the Joker, but Heath Ledger's dead. So fuck this franchise. We're doing this last film. I'm getting the fuck out. Fuck this. Done. You know, that's something else. They said that he didn't mention the Joker at all in this movie out of respect. Seems to me that it would have been more respectful to have mentioned the motherfucker. To me. 
There was, I want to say, a vague mention of him in the court. Uh, there was going to be vague men- They were going to talk about him in the in the court uh, where Scarecrow was. Well, there, the court. there there were rumors for a long time that they said like he was supposed to be the judge in that scene. Yeah, but I don't know if that's ever been confirmed or not. But the freaking the buildup. Okay, so. Fucking Batman just decides he wants to stop being Batman. Yeah, fuck that. Whatever. The airplane scene. The uh, blowing up of Gotham State. The, the 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 part the part that doesn't make sense with uh, Batman taking the blame for the whole Harvey Dent thing is like, why don't you guys? I mean, you were gonna lock away the Joker anyway. Why not? Just blame everything on the Joker. The Joker killed everybody. Yep. So I don't get how it makes sense why Batman takes the fall for that and disappears for eight years. But also, how the fuck did Bane find out that uh, Harvey Dent was responsible and reveal that truth to everyone? So, Go ahead, Renee. Sorry. Yeah. Only Batman and Commissioner Gordon were there. Well, he had he had the Commissioner Gordon's letter, but I don't know if they ever said how he got it. But. Yeah. Here's the other thing. All right, so we've got that. And then as soon as they blow up Gotham, it is time for a nap, like you said. It is just fucking long, drawn out, and boring. Now, Batman shows up, gets his ass whipped, gets put in a hole. For pretty much the remainder of the He's movie. He's put the hole, and then all the cops do is drive around for eight months. Yeah. And, and got them. So I mean, here's didn't what come I'm, up with any plans. Didn't come up with any, you know, I mean, just retarded. So in I my agree. in my world, if I was to be like, all right, so this is my project. This is the shit pile that I've been given to deal with. Okay. Here's how we're going to make this. At least I'll try to make it a little better. So we're going to do this in two movies instead of trying to fucking shit pile a turd sandwich into one hour and a half long movie we're gonna make it into two we're gonna do bane and his build-up boom we're gonna do a tie-in tv show now the fucking hour almost what felt like an hour which probably was nowhere near that long um for the cops running around trying to find the plutonium the bomb and all that shit i thought that would have been a pretty decent premise for a tv show not a fucking mile long absurd into a movie that just no one gave a shit about and then all of a sudden up oh, it's done we found it up oh, now batman's back oh and fuck it now he's dead it was a rushed job a rushed film and was awful why people respect this film i don't know and, it, and the fact that they couldn't explain everything in three hours they could i mean there's so many holes and in three hours you couldn't fill it in but mm-hmm. my God, you got time to run around the streets. So, yep. Um, and, and, and Renee, I, I think you did say it best. Oh, you should go by your real name, Robin. Fuck you, Chris Nolan. I hope you get ass cancer because of that part of the, you put that I, part in the movie. That's kind of harsh. I think. But, I, mean. <laughs> I, I, I hope for ass cancer on a lot of people. I, so I, that's horrible. That is, that's, that's like Roland's go-to. It's either ass cancer 
Dying of fire. Dying of fire. <laughs> it's like the two things. You're either if you're on Rowan's hate list, you're either dying in fire or you got I mean, ass cancer. I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't had ass cancer, but I, I'm I'm guessing they're about like the same, right? Dying <laughs> I fire mean, and ass cancer. But you know, you, 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 you better be careful, Roland. These social justice warriors might want to cancel culture your ass. Well, I just, <laughs> just want to say that Roland has told me to die in a fire and told me to get ass cancer more times than I have fingers and toes to count about. <laughs> and we're best friends. Because he's a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Chris Nolan just didn't. I, I personally think he just did not give two flying shits and or a fuck by the time he was finishing. This. It's it's it's, it's kind of like Sam Raimi with Spider-Man 3. He was just yep. like, I'm fucking done. I'm fucking here. done with this. Let's just put a wrap on it. I'm going home. It's, it's kind of like Man of Steel where uh, Chris Nolan is listed as a producer, but I bet you that motherfucker didn't do not a single thing during that production. Um, he, uh, he, t- he, t- he told someone to produce some a coffee. <laughs> produce me a mocha. Um, so I do have a question mm-hmm. since, since we're all on the- this. Actually, gave rise to Batfleck. What do you guys think about Batfleck? I personally, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I think he's a fucking great Batman. I I thought. He was the best thing in uh, in uh, Batman v Superman. Yeah, um, the movie itself is terrible, but his Batman was actually not bad. That that warehouse scene where he pops out from under the ground and beats the shit out of like twenty guys—probably some of the best stuff I've ever seen Batman do on film. I loved him as Batman. It's just that he, I mean, he had to quit though. I mean, because uh, he said he would drink himself to death if, if he didn't. So he, wow. he apparently went well, he, dark he's, place. He's coming back for the Flash. No, he ain't. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is. When? He agree- yeah, he agreed to come back. He's coming back for the Flash. So the the, 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 the Flash is open. Well, we, we all know he's going to be drunk in hell the whole time. <laughs> you know what helps with? He, the he's already said that in interviews that if he did another Batman, he would end up drinking himself to death. The rumor. The rumor uh, the is that he'll be back actually for the other movies too. That they're doing like a, they're doing the new Fifty Two, and like the they can't other, get the old Fifty Two right. <laughs> well, that that's the rumor that they're doing the new Fifty because Michael Keaton's coming back as Batman too. Holy shit! Can I, think, we get I, him think, as- I think they're doing the Infinite Earth storyline. Yeah, because yeah, Michael Keaton is supposed to be back. They're as gonna Batman be all. Too. They're gonna be all over the place in this shit, man. So there's gonna be like three or four. Old. There's gonna be like three or four different Batman's. I've even heard that uh, some of the TV show stuff is gonna like play into it, like the the multiverse shit. Yeah, the 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 guy who plays the Flash in the movie showed up on the TV show. Yeah, not too long ago. Well, we maybe maybe some of those movies. Line? Maybe some of those movies will make our list next time. What do you think? I mean, they're <laughs> well. I'll, I'll say that the TV show is the TV shows are better than the movies. <laughs> they're quite a bit better than uh, the movies. It's crazy because Mar- Marvel is supposedly doing the multiverse too. Um, Jamie Jamie Fox has just been recast as Electro again. Um, are you serious? I didn't hear yeah. that. Um, but they said 
no one has confirmed if he's playing the same Electro from Amazing Spider-Man or is he being a new Electro because there's been rumors the last couple of weeks that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield will also be back as Spider-Man. Well, I could see after after watching the Spider-Verse, I could see them doing a doing a live action version of it. But I want the fucking pig if we're going to do Spider-Man. <laughs> they're going to do this. <laughs> Well, the the show WandaVision is supposed to deal with the multiverse. And uh, the next Doctor Strange movie is called uh, Madness of the Multiverse. And uh, the girl that plays uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be in that. And they've already confirmed that Doctor Strange will also be in the Spider-Man movie. So that's why there's, there's all these rumors about the multiverse. I'm going to make a uh, prediction that Marvel is going to get so spread, like spread thin, like spread these ideas out. People are going to get lost, and you're going to see a huge decline once they start this. Just, just saying. Well, I think you can already see a decline in in a lot of Marvel films, superhero films. People, I mean, they're they're, they're still they're still making a billion dollars each. So I don't. I actually I don't think there has been a decline. I actually think the there last yeah, but the last be. few movies have actually been like an uptake because like the uh, like the the sequels to Thor, the the what was it called the dark the dark world? Yeah, it was called the dark world. That movie was god awful. And uh, the last Ragnarok. sequel to Thor, Ragnarok, was the best fucking movie I thought so far. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's been like an uptake. The movies actually got kind of shitty for a little bit and like started getting better now. I'm just saying they're going their their audience is going to get so lost because not everybody's read the damn multiverse shit and not everybody's read the comic books, but they like seeing superheroes on TV. I, I just I think I, just I think, think they've done a good them. job of making that understandable to the common person so far but now you have a multiverse and we got 14 batmans running around or 14 fucking uh you know whatever one character is it's just i think it'll be too much for the audience i mean people have low attention spans and just not going to want to keep up you know kind of like my next pick since we're moving right along here uh My next you don't pick. get a next pick. Shane. Yeah, I do. <laughs> because I want you all to freaking bash me because it's just the same shit like what I'm talking about. Just so much shit going on that it's like, you know, kind of bring it in, reel it in here, guys. But it took them three, three hours, like 10 hours to reel all this shit in. Um, and I'll preface it with this. <clears throat> I have the board game of this, the movie, the board game. It's my favorite board game ever. And I love board games. But Watching the movie is kind of like watching somebody play a board game, but I love playing board games, but I hate watching other people play board games. Why the hell would I want to watch somebody play an damn board game? Which kind of reminds me of, of like, and I've never watched anybody play Dungeons and, and what is it? Dungeons and Dragons. Is that what it is, Roland? Your favorite yeah. game or magic or something like that? <clears throat> watching this would be kind of like watching that, I assume. But the Lord of the Rings, people. That was the biggest waste of my time ever. You are fucking ever. wrong. Listen, it's my time. It's the biggest it's waste my, of time it's ever. Shane's time. Fuck you, Rowan. <laughs> because it's so it's our time down here. <laughs> it's so many things are going on. You know, all I remember, and I've watched them all several times, and all I can remember is you shall not pass. 
That's all I remember from all of it. Because so many things were going on. People were pulling shit out of the air to stay alive or to kill something or to get over here. Now, the way they made the movies, you know, the, the making of the movies, and I, I understand there's a lot of work went into it. But it was like too much work because too much shit was going on. I couldn't tell you what happened in the damn movies. And I've watched them all like three or four times a piece. And I don't know what the fuck happened. I have no idea what the hell happened. Because next time, here's the thing. When it comes on TV, that's nap time for me. I see it, I'm like, ha, nap time. And that's what I do. I go take a nap. So to me, people, I'm sorry for all you Lord of the Ring lovers. It's my favorite board game. There's a board game called Lord of the Ring Risk. I don't know if y'all have ever played Risk. But I would spend like weekends playing with some of these guys, uh, some of my friends. We would play uh, Lord of the Rings Risk, you know, and you get cards and you play them and all this stuff. But I don't want to watch other people play them because that's all they're doing is playing like magic freaking invisible cards. So shit just pops out and this happens and that happens and just so many damn things happen that I'd still don't, I've watched the movies a hundred times and I don't know what the hell happened. So th- that's my rant. Lord of the Rings, waste of real, waste of film, waste of time. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not gonna go as far as uh, Shane just did, <laughs> but I always just think about what Randall in Clerks Two says. All all that movie is is fucking walking to a mountain, man. It's yeah. e- 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 even the fucking trees walk in that movie, man. <laughs> um, so I. I've only seen Lord of the Rings once. Uh, I saw each movie once in theaters and I've never revisited them again. They're so, on TBS all the damn time. If you want to watch it, just flip on TBS right there to be. Dude, I, I'm not going to watch a three hour movie on TBS because on TBS it'll be like five hours. Yeah, it's great nap time, man. I'm telling you, it's great nap time. So, you know, being like, I could respect, you know, people enjoy them fine. You know, like I said, you want to enjoy a movie, fucking enjoy it. But uh, like I said, I've only seen them once. The first one came out in 2001. So I haven't seen that movie in 19 years. Uh, And I have no intention of watching it anytime soon again. It's been that long? Holy crap. Yeah, they, they, they came out in consecutive years. So 2001, 2002, 2003. And I never watched the Hobbit series. I don't have much love for the Hobbit series. As I do. Were, were, were they walking backwards from the mountain? Is that how it started? Were they, no, the like, Hobbit takes place like about 50 years before. I don't care. I don't really don't care. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this shame because I have something to say about this. Okay, sure. Okay. So, I love the Lord. Go ahead. I love the Lord of the Rings. I love the Lord of the Rings. Uh, I think they're great movies. I have watched the extended cuts. Each movie is fucking five hours long. So, it's 15 hours if you watch the whole thing. Love all three of them. However, Fuck the Hobbit. Yeah. Now, now I, I'm just going to put it this way. I love the Hobbit. <laughs> it is the book that I have read more times than any other book that exists. I read it all the fucking time. I love the fucking Hobbit. And Peter Jackson took the Hobbit and put it under his asshole and took a <laughs> steaming pile of shit on it. 
and then slung it on a fucking TV screen and made us fucking watch it. Fuck him for making that movie. Fuck him. Fuck Peter Jackson for making this goddamn movie. See, so, 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 (laughs) so was it Peter Jackson who decided to make it three movies or was that a studio thing? I don't know. I I don't know, but that movie didn't need to be that fucking long. It It didn't need to be that fucking long. Like, if you, uh, have, have you guys have you guys read the have you, have Rocky you guys still telling us why it's such a great movie? <laughs> no, I'm going to take you three hours to explain why a three hour movie is so great. Listen, Shane, you left and you don't get to fucking talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bitching about something I fucking hate. <laughs> okay. So, like, have you have, has any of you guys read the book? Have you guys read The Hobbit? I have. Okay. So if you if you've not read it, The Hobbit is one of the greatest single like self-contained stories that's fucking ever been written in history (laughs) and he took that and like like it is literally a fucking small book like you can you can read that whole book if you're a, a speed reader in like probably like two hours and he he took this like two fucking two hours it <laughs> should have been a two hour movie and turned it into what like seven eight hours and the whole the like the yeah. once you once you get to the to the second movie and you get from the about like 45 minute part on to, to the end of that movie and then the first like hour and a half of the last Hobbit movie none of that is in the book he just yep, they just, just made, it's, it's just like three and a half hours they just made up it is fucking horrible it is goddamn horrible they I really fucking fucking up so bad i do have to say that i fucking hated the chase scene with smog that was like what the fuck the whole just running around inside the mountain the mountain getting chased by a dragon i'm like that that didn't fucking happen none of that fucking happened but now lord of the rings i Man, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, you either gonna love it or you not, you're not. I've read the books in high school, and all I gotta say is if he done the books justice, he actually had to cut stuff out of the books to fit that movie in. But he tried. What he tried to do was tr- stay as loyal to those three books um, for the films. And there's extended versions which I've watched. And now you want to talk about a marathon? Marathon, the extended edition movies. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Those sons of bitches are two discs long. It's like 15 hours if you watch all three movies, if you watch the extendeds. That's a week long. That's a week long. Yeah, to to quote Randall from Clerks again, why does the third movie have like 10 fucking different endings, man? Now that I I will give you the fucking. I agree with that. That's the that's the one part. That's the one part of these the the original Lord of the Rings that I was like, this is too fucking much. You should have ended this movie three endings ago. (laughs) The the fucking hobbits jumping up and down on the bed. Like he said, we should have been brave enough to had um, had one of them brick in the other one's mouth. <laughs> oh shit! <clears throat> there, there, there's only one return, gentlemen, and that's of the Jedi. 
not the king. By the way, I just want to say, Roland, like one of the chats that I'm like looking at, they have requested that you fix your glasses. <laughs> over and over. So just do it and get it over with. Fix my glasses. <laughs> Apparently they're off center. They don't look like they are to me, but I'm just going to say. <laughs> well, ask a viewer out there that wants Roland to fix his glasses. Are, are you a fan of Lord of the Rings or no? I want to know. <laughs> Chat it in there so Rocking tells. Curious. Have you wasted 12 hours of your life, viewer? <laughs> I mean, you're worried about his glasses, so I'm wondering. So, anyways, going. I can see your point on not liking it, but at the same point, I, I, I feel I want like, to like Jack, it. I want to love it. I want to. I want to, but I can't. I can't. Well, here's the thing. Time. You have to take into account Peter Jackson. This movie had been talked about for over a decade, building and st- rumors about it being made. Well, fuck it, last a decade. a decade to watch it. it takes ten years to watch some bitch. <laughs> so going forward, <laughs> you've kind of got to stick to the source material with it, which I think he did, but much to the detriment. Dude, I, Those I, fucking I, movies made a shit ton of money, though. At, at the end of those three movies, you're like the fucking old lady from Titanic. It's been 84 years, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, I guess that's that. <laughs> Is that all of them? <laughs> that's that it. We yeah. moved through them all. Yeah, we've done them all. I feel, I feel like we could have done more if we just did like universally hated movies. The chat the chat says they have watched it, Shane, and you can fuck <laughs> up. you can fuck off. And another and another one of the chats says, Yes, Shane is wrong. <laughs> so everyone agrees. Fuck you, Shane. Well, that that's fine. <laughs> when you get time, explain to me what happened, viewers. <laughs> Take you a damn book to figure it out. Write it out. I, I, and, and this time, I, I wasn't the one saying, li- literally, the chat said, fuck you, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Shane. <laughs> That's right. Is there, is there, they, is apparently there they know or... me. Apparently, they know me because they didn't say, fuck you, Brad Cooper. So, Brad Cooper. No, we've been calling you Shane the whole time. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> They've been watching. They know your name, Shane. Okay. We don't, we don't call you Bradley Cooper. Although we, we should only call you Money Shane. I'm going to like, I'm going to make a mental let's, note that. I'm let's, only let's calling get this, you that. Let's get, no, let's get this straight from now on, Rocky, because you still don't say it right. It's Shane Cash Money Harris. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Shane Cash Money Harris. Hey, Shane Cash Money Harris. See, it rolls so much better. Who, who Shane will, Cash Money Harris. But I who, like Money who Shane. Who will use golf clubs <laughs> on your fucking windows. Man. I got the cops looking for me already. I don't need no more reasons for them to look for me. I mean. <laughs> you, listen, you got your listen. plates off the truck back there. Listen. We're going to go the way I'm screwed. So we're going to do this at some point. At some point, there's going to be story time with Shane. And you're going to fucking tell <laughs> some golf club <laughs> stories to some bitch's face. <laughs> I figure we could just sprinkle and pepper them in in these podcasts. That'd be enough, right? Well, well since, when since you... Roland brings it up every single time, every single <laughs> podcast. Well, uh, 
Roland and Rocky might not get this reference, but we're going to have you tell these stories like Elias. You're going to put on some glasses, <laughs> a little scarf, get your guitar back there. And yeah, just... I got a guitar, so yeah, I could... Yeah, we can do tell, that. Tell, tell, tell some stories as you're uh, strumming that motherfucker. <laughs> we may add that into the segment. Okay, what what was that? What was the reference there? Because I didn't get it. <laughs> there, 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 there's there's a wrestler whose gimmick he does that. His name is Elias. Oh, okay. The only the only thing I thought maybe you were looking. I remember when The Rock did that for a little while. Yeah. Well, yeah. He <laughs> he was really good at it too. <laughs> With his uh, with his Willie Nelson guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 would get some heel heat with that, boys. Oh, those were fucking great. Those were like some of the best fucking things that was in WWE at the moment. <laughs> when the Rock used to do that, they were like thirty minutes long every single fucking time he did it. Too, they went yeah. on forever, and I was like, and every single time he did it, I was like, just don't take him off. Just leave him in. Nobody, no one wants to see you guys fucking wrestle. We want to see The Rock like make fun of everybody with a guitar. <laughs> you know that's when he had made it too, because that's he didn't even have to wrestle, and people were just people were just get, want to see him cut promos all the time. I just want to say there has never been a better wrestling promo than The Rock telling uh, Coach Coach to wash his ass. Nice. That is like. To this day, I quote that all the time. I'm just like, to people, anybody that I just like go around, I'm just like, wash your ass. <laughs> it's like one of the greatest promos of all time. Uh, I don't know if it's kind of late already, but I was going to say. Um, yeah, it's almost, this has been almost as long as the Lord of the Ring movie. <laughs> <laughs> we are two hours into the podcast right now. <laughs> Eh, an hour 50. <laughs> um, I know I know you were wanting to defend uh, Jack the Jack and Jill movie. Yes, Rocky. I did. I fucking... Okay. But, before, oh, my God. I, I'm going to defend it real quick. No, well, hold on. Before you defend it, I just wanted to say, do, do you want to just defend Adam Sandler in general? Yes, because... that's, what, that's what I was going to do. So... I just want to say that Adam Sandler, like, yes, his movies are not going to fucking win Grammys. <laughs> They're Oscar. not Grammy movies. Oscar. Oscar. Well, Gra- whatever. Grammys is music. He's yeah. got a better chance of winning a Grammy than he does an Oscar. Well, I'm fucking, I'm fucking five beers into it, so it don't matter. <laughs> so anyway, so they're not going to win Oscars, but they're fucking great. Like, I, 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 I really don't know. I actually, no, I'm not going to say I really don't know. I, there is no Adam Sandler movie that I don't like. <laughs> I have watched them all. <laughs> I even like the fucking ridiculous six. <laughs> like, like they are, yes, they are fucking stupid, but that's the point of the movies to be fucking stupid. You laugh. Okay. But let's go to Jack and Jill real quick before I like say this. So Jack and Jill, yes, Jack and Jill is rated. If you want, look at any list, they put this movie as like one of the top 25 worst movies ever made. It's unanimous. Yeah, it's, unanimous. it's like everywhere. <laughs> everywhere you go, you see this. I fucking love this movie. 
And I, I have to point out one other thing while I'm saying this too, because you guys made a point of this earlier in the podcast. My wife loves this movie too. And I went and watched this movie with my wife on a date when before we got married. And we took two of our friends with us. So it was like a double date. <coughs> they fucking hated this movie. And uh, my wife liked it. So she was laughing. But I was fucking cracking up through the whole movie while we were in the theater. I, I was the, drunk. I, no, I was not drunk. But I was the only person cracking up. You so high? you heard me above everybody. And I, you, you guys, I mean, you guys know. You guys are on the podcast with me every week. And you just know me. You all know me in person. I'm fucking loud. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm like in a theater where no one else really likes the movie laughing my goddamn ass off <laughs> so everyone can hear me and like as soon as we left the theater i was like that movie was really good and everybody's like we know we heard you <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna say i just rewatched uh billy madison for the first time and probably 15 years like a week or so ago and i didn't laugh at it as much as i once did when i was like 10 years old when that movie came out <laughs> i was gonna say that's because your, your your sense of humor refined itself well yeah and i think i think a lot of i came to a conclusion of like you know what i don't think adam sandler's gotten bad I just think that people's humor has grown up and they don't find it as funny as they once did. Well, it's kind of why the whole premise of Grown Ups and when they did the Grown Ups movies, Grown Ups 1, Grown Ups 2, uh, those are, you know, somewhat mature movies for Adam Sandler. And I was surprised at how well they were, you know, pre- you know pretty good. And, you know, and they were still funny. What was yeah. the one movie? Click It or Remote? The one Click. That was that, a good movie with him in it. That That's actually a great movie. And... I think his performance in it is actually really good. Yeah. So I think that may be a very good possibility of why some of his movies get in there is mainly because people that know Adam Sandler that grew up with him, well, hey, we're all kind of getting up there and we don't like yeah, we, fart jokes as much. Right. I and I think that's what it is, honestly. Like I said, his humor has remained the same. It's I just think everyone's level of maturity isn't what it used to be so you don't find it as funny but like i said i i still i still thought it was a funny movie uh happy gilmore is still fucking hilarious happy gilmore is one of my favorite by him i think that's gonna be his i think that's his all-time best film yeah um well i i I like the wedding singer a lot too um and, I have to say, but, my, my favorite uh, my favorite Adam Sandler movie uh, is The Longest Yard, and it's and it's honestly the what makes it my favorite Adam Sandler movie is Kevin Nash, and the scene <laughs> where he's talking about his nipples, like that scene. I quote that fucking scene. That scene is fucking hilarious. I don't know. Ever since I watched that movie, I'm like. Kevin Nash is goddamn hilarious. <laughs> that is like one of the best scenes in that movie. I, 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 
I love Kevin Nash, his little cameo in uh, Grandma's Boy. Have, do you remember that? I don't remember his cameo in Grandma's Boy. Yeah, he's he's one of the. Though. He he's at the very beginning. He's like one of the guys that is hired by Rob Schneider to kick out the guys from their apartment. Oh, or yeah. Okay. I do remember that. And yeah. Kevin Nash, uh, he's basically like, if you don't get your shit out of here, I'm going to rip your nutsack out of your asshole, through your <laughs> asshole or something like that. And uh, Kevin Nash is like, just like, yep, that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, speaking of Kevin Nash, and I, I get, we're kind of derailing here. But oh. the Pim and the Punisher. Yeah, the Russian. Yeah, do you remember? You, you, did you ever see that one, Shane? Um, in the Punisher? Yeah. Uh, the, the, Tom, the Thomas, Thomas Jane. Jane one. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot he was in that, though. I know he was in John Wick. I mean, Nash yeah. was in John Wick. But... The uh, hey, Russian, he, he, the guy in the red and white striped shirt, the big brute guy. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and check it. It's been a long time. He, 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 he's like one of the few guys that doesn't get killed by John Wick because he's like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just going to go home. Yeah, you know what? I, think <laughs> okay, I, I do remember that in John Wick, yeah. <laughs> huh? What, Rock? I said I do remember that in John Wick now. I yeah. forgot about him being in it, too. Yeah, John asked him, he says, is it going to be a problem if I go in here? And he's like, no, no problem at all. Go right ahead. He's like, he's he's like, like I'm going to go home. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think I'm going to take the rest of the night and um, go home early. Chat says, "Fix your glasses again, Roland." <laughs> my glasses are not crooked. My my head may be tilted crooked, but Roland's face is crooked. That's the problem, guys. <laughs> I, I don't understand why you think this movie is funny. I mean, there, this is America, and you still have your opinion, I suppose. Um, but I don't understand how they even talked. Uh, one of my favorite actors up until this point that he did this movie, Al Pacino, did this damn movie, Jack and Jill. <laughs> now, I, I'll, I'll give you this. That one scene where that she knocks out, she, when I say she, I mean Jill, which is Adam Sandler dressed like a woman, which was a horrible woman, by the way. Uh, uh Knocks over his Oscar and he's, you know, freaking out over it. And she's like, well, I'm sure you got plenty of them laying around. He's like, no, I don't. Because <laughs> only, he's only won one Oscar, you know. Uh, I, that that I, was the I, only part of that movie I thought was kind of funny. I the, think the, the whole movie's funny. I don't. The I don't the, the Dunkin' Donuts commercial at the end of that movie was the probably the one scene that really made me laugh was seeing uh, Al Pacino doing a Dunkin' Donuts. See, like up until this point, I thought like Al Pacino was like he was top three actors probably ever of all time, and that list has changed a lot since then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh i saw that and my whole reaction was like really i mean well, just, wow at, at, at the end of that commercial they show you know the ca the camera zooms out and it shows that adam sandler's character jack and al pacino have been watching it as a commercial and Al Pacino looks over at Jack and is like, burn it, you know? <clears throat> and I didn't know, I didn't know if he was talking to Jack the character or talking to Adam Sandler and telling them like, you need to burn this fucking movie. 
<laughs> you know, has Al Pacino done a movie since then? I, I don't... I'm sure he has. Honestly, I think that could be its own separate uh, podcast. Like, are Al Pacino and Robert De Niro kind of tarnishing their uh, legacies with some of these movies that they've done in the last oh, couple oh. years? Maybe. No, I don't. I, yeah, Not according yeah. to Rocky. Rocky thinks he should win a fucking Oscar for being on Jack and Jill. So <laughs> I don't he think that he should win an Oscar for Jack and Jill. I just think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you, dude. I'm messing with you. He should win a Grammy. Right. He should win a Grammy. <laughs> he should win. Right. He should win whatever the fuck they'll give him. I don't right. give a shit. Give him a Nobel <laughs> Peace Prize, damn it. <laughs> All right. So I, th- I think we've come to the end, gentlemen. Yeah. We ended it with Jack and Jill. I'm so proud. <laughs> well. Hey, Rowan, fix your glasses. Fix your glasses, it was, it was supposed to be more of an Adam Sandler. Just take them in off. <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 that, is that how we say goodbye on the show now? Yeah, that's how we say goodbye. No. Yes. Yes. Fuck, fuck you, Shane. <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> Now the cast and the audience are saying "fuck you." Shit. Great, <laughs> love you guys. Well, I say, I haven't, I have You know what? I haven't said it tonight, so I'm just gonna do it. Fuck you, Renee. Fuck you, Roland. And fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, why not? Fuck you, audience. And good night. <laughs> Peace out. Good night, everybody. Subscribe and like. <laughs> yeah, I do do that. <laughs>